Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled kid gets slapped. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey. I don't know about you, but I do literally 100% of my shopping online. Because of COVID, I pretty much have to shop online because, yeah, I don't want to catch COVID and die. But on top of that, I read stories for a living, so I can't afford to sound like this for three weeks straight. Don't you hate it when you get to checkout and you don't have a code to put in that little promo code box? With Honey, you never have to leave that box empty. Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and automatically applies them to your cart. For example, I buy a lot of audio equipment and I just saved 15 bucks on a microphone with Honey at checkout. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. I'd never recommend something that I don't use. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash r slash. That's joinhoney.com slash r slash. Our next Reddit post is from Willingness Long. So I'm a 16-year-old girl, and I was walking at a park near my house. Since it's finally starting to warm up, I decided to wear a skirt for the first time since like October. I passed the playground, and as I was walking away, I heard someone running up behind me. As I'm walking, out of the corner of my eye, I see two hands grab the sides of my skirt and lift it, completely exposing my panties. As soon as this happens, I turn around and, without hesitation, backhand the person holding my skirt. Then I realized that it was some kid who looked to be 10 or 11 years old. He looked pretty shocked that I slapped him. But before I could even say what the hell, this kid's mom, Karen, comes running out of nowhere and slaps me across the face and starts yelling at me. The conversation goes like this. How dare you? Ow, what the hell? Don't you ever touch my baby. How about you treat your baby to not be a pervert? The Karen then slaps me again. Don't you ever talk to me or my son like that. He's just being curious. Boys will be boys. Ow, but it's not being curious. It's sexual assault. Maybe if you weren't dressing like a slut, he wouldn't get so curious. To be clear, I was wearing a skirt that was one hand above my knee and a t-shirt. Maybe if you taught your crotch goblin how to respect women, he wouldn't be looking up skirts. Where are your parents? I doubt they would let you leave the house looking like a slut. Yeah, I think that's what my parents would get mad about. The way that I'm dressed, not that your son lifted up my skirts. With that, Karen grabbed her son and left, saying, Let's leave. We don't talk to whores like her. And so I flipped her off as we both walked away. I wish there was a more satisfying ending, but unfortunately, this is just how life goes. So, I was a 10-year-old boy once, as was my little brother, as were my two older brothers as well, and not one of us lifted up the skirt of a random woman because boys will be boys. Man, I really hate that phrase, because not only does it normalize sexual assault against women, but it also implies that one of the intrinsic qualities of being a male is that we sexually assault people. And that... That sucks for guys like me who treat women decently like fellow human beings. I mean, because I don't do that, does that mean I'm not a boy? You know what I mean? Our next Reddit post is from Mahid Masar. This is a true story about my father. I might sound like a bad person talking about my own parents this way, but it's true. I'm no angel. I've had a rough life. 
And by the way, I'm going to be talking about money. And in my country, one US dollar equals to about 80 of our dollars. To be honest, I had a rough childhood. The relationship between me and my father was really bad. I'm the second child and I have an older sister. Apparently, my dad wanted another daughter, so he started avoiding me from the day that I was born. Like, he didn't even show up to the hospital that day, so my mom had to go to the hospital alone, give birth to a baby, and come back with his new baby, me. He avoided me so much that whenever my family would go shopping, everyone else would get something from the store. Clothing, candy, anything they wanted. I, on the other hand, would get nothing. If I asked for something, he would slap me in the middle of the road or inside the shop and then throw a loud tantrum, like I asked him to do something illegal or something. Let me come clean here. After a few years, once I turned like 8 or 9 years old, I did start arguing back. I started to push him to the extremes to make him feel like what I felt like. But he would always handle it the same way, by yelling at me and slapping me. Even to this day, I have social anxiety disorder because of the experiences I had. Not only that, he loved throwing away my stuff. When I was young, I liked to collect things. My oldest memory is of me collecting shells from the beach. He would throw away all of my shells, saying that they were worthless. I started collecting stamps, and he used all of my stamps to send letters to his friends. I collected coins, and he threw them in the toilet. I also collected real fossils. He waited until I filled an entire bucket of amber and other kinds of fossils and sent it off to get verified by an archaeological department. They verified the fossils and told me they'd be worth thousands of dollars if I sold them. Days later, my father took all of my fossils and threw them away because, and I quote, Carrying bones inside the house will bring demons inside. At that point, I just gave up on fighting him. I was around 13 to 15 years old at the time. I thought that if I could just endure a few more years, I could get my own life with my own rules. When the time came for me to go to college, he wouldn't let me choose my favorite course. I was forced to go into IT. I just agreed and lived in a hostel. He went abroad for work after that. I thought that I could finally live my life after that. But still, he wouldn't let go of me that easily. He gave out his phone number to everyone in my college, my roommates, classmates, professors, etc., and he would look into me every day. If I didn't respond the way he wanted me to, he would send my sister, the family favorite, to get my mobile phone and make me realize what it's like to be lonely. After four hard years of school and one year of training, I got a nice job in a company. In January this year, I got my first paycheck. I wanted to have a lot of fun with it, like having good food in a nice restaurant with my friends, going out hiking, etc. And that's when my father showed up again after all these years, but this time, he was actually nice to me. He would have food ready for me whenever I got to the table, the water heater would be on hours before I go to the bathroom for a bath, stuff like that. My mother warned me that he was only doing this stuff to get my money and nothing else. And just like that, a few days later, my dad comes to me and demands that I send him 3,000 rupees. Like I said before, I was still a trainee, so my salary was hardly above 5,000 rupees. So I straight up refused to pay him that much. Then the blackmail started. 
My grandma, sister, uncles, and everyone in my family insisted on me paying my dad because family comes first. So, after a lot of arguments, I decided to take the hard way out. I paid him 3,000 rupees, packed my stuff, and moved out. I also removed my dad's name from my insurance. Now, I live alone, just a few minutes away from my office. The story doesn't end there. He called me a few days ago asking for another $10,000. This time, he said that I should send him 10,000 rupees every month. To put that into perspective, I make around 25,000 rupees a month. The room I live in costs 14.5 thousand rupees a month in rent. Also, there's internet, food, tax, and other essentials I have to take care of. So, I decided to just ignore him. I've made up my mind. I'm not paying him a penny after this. Even if that money means that it would save his life, I'll let him die. If the money is for his funeral, I'm going to let his body rot out in the open. Like I said, I'm not an angel. I've suffered in life, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to help my oppressors and be a good hero. Everyone should own up and pay for what they're worth. So, yes, my money is mine. I'm saving the rest of my money up for my future wife, marriage, and kids. OP, I feel like I can see the abuse that you've suffered shining through in this post because you keep blaming yourself, saying that you're not a good person, that you've made mistakes and you've done bad things in life. It's like, okay, sure, everyone's made mistakes, but just because you've made mistakes doesn't mean that what happened to you was okay. Your father literally straight up abused you from the day that you were born. Try to stay strong, OP. If you completely cut him out of your life, your life will be so much happier. Our next Reddit post is from Earnbrew Dependent. I'm so glad to have found this subreddit because I have a legit crazy neighbor with boundary issues. I'm a 29-year-old woman who doesn't have any kids, but my younger sister, who's 16, has been living with me for about 10 years. We have a trampoline in our back garden from when she was younger. The neighbor to the left of me has four kids, and she moved in a year ago. Two weeks ago, Glasgow started getting really good weather, so the kids have been out playing constantly, which isn't an issue. The neighbor asked if I could let their kids use the trampoline one day, so I was like, sure, but only for a bit because I have friends coming over for some drinks. 7pm comes, and I ask them to go home because my five friends have shown up, and we're gonna be drinking. Cue the kids crying. They leave my garden upset, but hey, that's not my issue. They've been using my trampoline for like three hours at this point. Their mom pops her head out of her bedroom window and asks if they can stay in my garden longer. Um, no, I'm not your babysitter. She's annoyed, but she drops it. Last week, I came home from shopping, and to my surprise, I find all four of the kids in the garden plus their younger cousin. I ask them to leave, and I tell them they can't just come into my garden without me there, and they didn't even ask. They refuse to leave, so I shout up at their mom and tell them to get them out of their garden. She says, let them play for a bit. You don't even use it. Okay, but still, it's not your garden. Eventually, we get into an argument and they leave, but she's pissed off shouting saying that I'm being a Karen and I should let them play. I tell her not to ask again because the answer will be no. This happened again the very next day. All four kids, plus their cousin, waited until I moved my car from the driveway and then went straight to my garden. So, this morning, I put a lock on my trampoline. 
just a small one on the mesh safety enclosure to stop them from opening it up, because I'm super petty. Plus, it's Saturday, my day off, so I want to just relax at home. But nope! The neighbor decides that at 9am this morning, her kids are being fired straight out of their house with breakfast bars and a bottle of water, and they head straight for my garden. I can hear them from my window, so I look out and tell them to leave. By the time I get downstairs, their mom has descended from her house and is trying to climb the fence between our gardens, shouting about how I used to let them use it and she's gonna call the police for hitting her kids. Um, great, you do that. I'll be sure to show them the rain camera footage, which coincidentally also has footage of your husband picking the lock open so your brats can use my trampoline. So, long story short, the entitled mother sent her kids into my garden repeatedly even after being told not to. She called the cops on me for harassment and hitting her kids, but she ended up getting her own husband arrested for theft, housebreaking, and criminal damage. Suck it, loser! And then OP posted an update. I decided that it's not worth the hassle, so 10 minutes ago I took a knife and I slashed the trampoline. My brother is coming on Tuesday to help me dismantle it, and we're going to take it to the local recycle center. Our next Reddit post is from Ice Cream Pickles. I'm a 27-year-old guy, and my grandfather on my father's side was a rather wealthy man, but the thing is, he never flaunted it. The only thing that he spent a lot of money on was his farm that he bought two years before I was born. My grandfather bought some land and built a farm on it. Now, I call it a farm because he called it that, but really, it was more of a sanctuary. My grandfather would take in retired farm animals, racehorses, and abused farm animals who were seized from other farms. He would also take any animals that people wanted to forfeit or sell him. He loved this farm. He literally gave a name and personality to all of his animals. I love that farm as well because I spent most of my summers and weekends working on the farm to earn a little cash. I became very close with my grandfather. Having lost my father when I was five, my grandfather became the father figure in my life. With my father gone when my grandfather passed away, he left everything to me. The farm, his money, everything. I was happy and I had every intention of keeping the farm going. My grandfather loved these animals, and I know that he would want that. The issue here is my mother and half-sister. I have a half-sister, Ella, who's 30, who was from a relationship my mother had before she met my dad. From the time Ella was old enough to get a credit card, she started living insanely out of her means. We're talking designer clothes, luxury trips, expensive items, etc. Her husband was no different. He took out multiple loans that he never paid back. Ten years of spending has left my sister and her husband in an incredible amount of debt. It's honestly amazing to me. I'm not sure how the hell they spent that much money. Their debt has come back to hit them. Last week, they got a notice from the bank. It was a last warning. They had to pay up or the bank would take their house. They already lost both of their cars. So, what was my family's solution to this? Well, I was over at my mother's house when I was told about the notice. I acted shocked, but I knew this was going to happen eventually. My aunt, who was also there, asked what they planned on doing. I was only half listening until I heard these words come out of my mother's mouth. Well, OP is going to have to sell off the farm. I swear, I got whiplash with how fast my head turned. 
I immediately asked her, what the hell are you talking about? I told her I'm not selling anything. She looked me in the eye and told me that I was, that she was my mother and I had to do what she says. I repeated, no, I'm not going to do that. The farm belongs to me and she had no say in this. She started yelling about how I had to help my sister out because we're family and I can't just leave her homeless. I told my mother that my sister's bad decisions weren't my mess to clean up. Then I left. I've been getting angry calls from my mother, my sister, and my brother-in-law for a week now. Yeah, OP, I don't see why this is your problem. If your mother is so concerned about your sister, then why doesn't she bail them out? That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.